God is more than able to bring about his kingdom without our help, without our participation. He can do it. He has the power. He has the authority. Yet, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wants us, his followers, we Christians, to cooperate with God, to participate with God in the work that he does here on earth. Well, it's Christmas season, and so I think it is in order then to say Merry Christmas to you all. And what does uh, Christmas mean for us? Christmas, in the context of the Sermon on the Mount, which we have been dealing with and which we continue to, uh, to deal with, even after Christmas, is that the kingdom has come. It has come, it came in the past, and we look at the coming of Christ, the first coming of Christ with joy and with gratitude to our God. But our Lord Jesus Christ wants us now to look ahead into the future and pray for the kingdom to come, for it has come, and it is here present with us, and yet the kingdom is coming. And so our message this morning from the Sermon on the Mount is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's according to Matthew 6.10, which is our text this morning. So as we celebrate Christmas, let's have this one thing in mind. The kingdom, the kingdom has come, but it is yet coming. It is a present reality, and yet it is also a future, a future uh, reality. Let us pray. Father, we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to you, our Father in heaven, that your kingdom do come indeed in all its fullness, in all its might, in all its power, in all its glory. And I, my prayer is, O oh Lord, let it come in our lifetime. I will come to look at your scripture this morning and meditate on it. May that thought and that promise be in our hearts. For we pray in the name of Christ Jesus, our loving Savior. Amen. Now, let's read Matthew 6, verse 10. As we continue to look at the Lord's Prayer in the context of the Sermon on the Mount. Verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth, as it is in heaven. Amen. That is the word of the Lord. So that is the second petition in the teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ 
about the things we ought to include in our prayers as a matter of priority. We are, in the first instance, to be concerned about the glory and the honor of our Heavenly Father, and so we should uh, open our prayers with the words, our Father in heaven. And then we should, we, we, we are then ready when we are, uh, our minds and our hearts are ready to talk to God, knowing that now we stand in his presence, being reminded that the ground on which we stand in the presence of God is holy ground, we should then proceed to make our petitions to God and our requests. And the first petition, we, as we saw last Sunday, ought to be concerned about the glory, the honor of God's name. You are hallowed be your name. Not necessarily in those words, hallowed is not a, common, a commonly used word these days, but honor, respect, I mean, adoration and all that. Uh, we are not short of words. The second petition then is our, our business, our concern this morning, namely your kingdom come and your, secondly, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's begin with your kingdom come. Now, uh, first let, let us note um, that there is a certain order and a certain logic in the sequence in which these petitions follow one another. Uh, hallowed be your name. When the, when the name of God is honored, when it is respected, when it is given its due respect and honor, then what follows is the kingdom of heaven and the will of God is, happens, you know, follows as a matter of course. God is recognized. God is honored. God is worshipped. God is preached. God takes his place in our, both in our hearts and in the world that he created and his kingdom comes within that in that context. So uh, our prayer then is, your kingdom come. Now according to our Lord Jesus, the greatest priority in prayer must be our concern for the purposes of God's kingdom. And uh, by his kingdom, we mean God's rule and his power, his authority, his purposes, and his way of life right here on earth. Your kingdom come here on earth. Now let us note, however, God is more than able to bring about his kingdom 
without our help, without our participation. He can do it. He has the power. He has the authority. Yet, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ wants us, his followers, we Christians, to cooperate with God, to participate with God in the work that he does here on earth. He wants us to pray for the coming of his kingdom here on earth. Even though he's going to bring it anyway. We don't tell God what to do in our prayers. He created the universe according to his will. We were not even there then. And by his, by his own will, he does everything else. But it has always been God's will and his purpose to bring his kingdom on earth. And so we should expect a kingdom will come. Nevertheless, Jesus wants us to, 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 to cooperate as we have said, and this has been our privilege. It is, has been our privilege right from the time of creation to do God's work and to serve his purposes here on earth. He created Adam and Eve and gave them authority to govern the earth. And that purpose, that intention will always be fulfilled, will be fulfilled. And it is being fulfilled in Christ Jesus already. Our role in the fulfillment of God's purposes is to pray for the coming of his kingdom. In fact, it is for our good that the kingdom of God should happen, should come. We are, when you look at the newspapers, uh, people are always writing and complaining about their governments, about their leaders, or rather the absence of leadership in the world. And who can be entrusted with the leadership these days? Nobody. Nobody uh, does an honest job anymore. Every leader wants to use, to take advantage of his position and authority to, to, for his own advantage, to pursue his own interests at the expense of the people who they lead. We lack leaders. We lack real good governments. And we need to pray for the kingdom of God, therefore, to come here on earth. We want the kingdom of God, the, the rule and authority of Christ established on earth, as the Bible has promised it will happen. Apart from that, the time we spend with God is actually a good time. It is for our own good and it is for our own benefit. So even though God will bring his kingdom uh, anyway, yet God, Christ wants us to spend time praying for the kingdom to come. Just so that we may be with God, we may have time, our special time with our Father, for we are his children. Now furthermore, God does actually listen to our prayers. It is not for nothing we pray. God listens to our prayers and he answers them. And this is confirmed in the scriptures. And but particularly, let me read from 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, which say, 
This is the confidence we have in approaching God that, we, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, you know, in brackets, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. That's it. And, and, and my friends, the good news is that the kingdom of God has already come. That's why we are celebrating Christmas. The kingdom of God has come. Jesus came when he came out, uh, you know, at the beginning of his public ministry. He came announcing the coming of his kingdom. But his birth was actually, as, I, I mean, proof of the coming kingdom. The presence of God's kingdom on earth. The, 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 the fact that God was already fulfilling his will 2,000 years ago. And he's continued to do that by and by up to our period. It is now our duty to seize the opportunity to make things happen as they have been promised in the Bible. Jesus states in Matthew 12, 28, that the miracles and the work that he was doing was proof that the kingdom of God was present among people that is 2,000 years ago. But we must, but we must pray in earnest for the coming of the kingdom in full. For what we have now is the first instrument. It is a kingdom in part. And that is not something mean, it's not something small. It's powerful, it's great. But God, Christ wants us to have more of the God's kingdom. And so we should pray, your kingdom come. We should must pray that for, for the kingdom of God to come, that God may establish his rule over the earth. Now, last Sunday, we discussed the petition, hallowed be your name. Today, it is your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The question I, I, I suggest we need to ask is this. Why is the name of God not hallowed on earth? He created the earth and the heavens. He created us for his purposes to do his will. Why is his name not being honored? Why are people not worshiping God? Why are they not humbling themselves in God's presence, even in his own church? And why has his kingdom not come? Why is his will not being done on earth as in heaven? Why is it that it is man's will that is being done here on earth? The simple answer is, it is because of sin. And because of man's sin, God's will I mean, God's sin, man's activity is actually to oppose God. And to oppose God's will as well. God gave us a free will to make choices. And we chose, I mean, to make a choice between good and evil. 
right and wrong. Adam and Eve chose to do evil. They chose to do what is wrong instead of what is right. And so um, his, his, his will is opposed to God at the urging of the devil himself, the author of all that is evil. Because of sin, there is another kingdom. It is the kingdom of Satan. It is a kingdom of darkness. Satan is a god of this world. And his kingdom is a kingdom of evil, endless evil. Satan is opposed to God and his glory and honor. And the whole world and all the people of the world are dwell under this evil, under its influence. It is the source of all evil. And all the problems that we experience here on earth are the result of that evil. The promise of God, however, is this, that in his own good time, God will assert his power and authority, and he will reestablish his kingdom on earth as it was in the beginning. And the whole world and all the kingdoms of men will become his glorious kingdom. In the meantime, those who have surrendered their will to Jesus can enter into the kingdom of God right here and now and begin to enjoy its benefits right here and now. So, in summary, what have, what have we said and what are we saying? We are saying that by your kingdom come, Jesus means first that God's kingdom of grace, the kingdom of grace, which God sets up and maintains in the hearts of all followers of Jesus Christ by his own spirit and his world has come. The kingdom of God has come and people can receive forgiveness in Christ and enter into the kingdom of God by faith. It is in this, con it is in this sense that the kingdom is already come. God is reigning in the hearts of his followers. We believers in Christ, we, we, we Christians. But above all, your kingdom come means the glorious, the glorious kingdom which Jesus will establish at his second coming when, according to scripture, they will know me from the least of them to the greatest, according to Hebrew 8.11. This is a time. That is that time, that second coming of Christ, when the, that glorious kingdom is established in future, in God's own time, this is the time when sin and sorrow and Satan will be driven out of God's world. It is his world. It doesn't belong to man. It doesn't belong to Satan. It is God's world. And Satan and all evil and all evildoers will be driven out of it. It is the time when the Jews... Even the Jews themselves, at long last, after rejecting their Savior and crucify him on the cross, it is at that time that the Jews will, at long last, recognize Jesus Christ as their Messiah and accept him and, I mean, as, as, as their Lord and their Savior. Um, I mean, according to, to, to Paul 
um, Apostle Paul in Romans 11. Now, your kingdom come is the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is something that is to be more desired than anything else in this life. Apostle Peter, in 2 Peter 3, 12, actually says, by our prayer, by our desire, and our participation and, and anticipation of is the kingdom coming in who we can actually speed it up. We can hasten its coming. It's something amazing, but that is the Bible. And the scripture is true in all, in all, in all ways. It is our desire. It is our desire indeed that the kingdom should come and, they should, and it should come quickly. For this world is not our home. We are just passing through. Our treasures are laid up in heaven, in, in, in glory. That's why we invest our treasures. So we'll let the kingdom come. Let God's will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. So Christ wants us to pray, to constantly pray for that time to come, for his glorious kingdom to come in all its fullness, in all its power and authority. Well now, our second, the second part of our prayer is, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And again, you can see this too, uh, logical, logic in this sequence. The kingdom has come. Therefore, whose will is being done here on earth now? The Christ has taken over the kingdoms, the kingdoms of men, and now we have one kingdom, the kingdom of, of Christ. And therefore, his will, not anybody's will, is to, is, will be done uh, at, at that time. So, uh, let, let, let's, let's um, understand this sequence, this logic, this content, and, 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 and be careful to include it in our prayers. So the consequence of the, the, the coming of the kingdom of God is that God's will is done among people here on earth as it is done in heaven. Basically, God's will is his law. In Psalm 40, Verse 8, for instance, David says, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. But we know that David is not speaking about himself. He is talking about the Messiah. This is a messianic psalm. And then in Hebrews 10, but in, in Hebrews 10, verse 7, uh, actually confirms what I have just said because the writer to the Hebrews applies this David's psalm, or David's words in Psalm 40, to the Lord Jesus Christ. So it is about Jesus that uh, David was speaking when he says, I desire to do your will, your law is within my heart. Amen? So in heaven, we haven't been there yet. But in heaven, as we can tell from the Bible, the will of God is done perfectly. And so Christ wants his will, God's will to be done perfectly here on earth as well. Now, uh, and, and, and so let the, the, supreme, the supreme desire of all residents of heaven is to praise and worship God and to do his will. Happily, the Bible has given us a preview of 
activities in heaven. There we see God seated on his throne and all the assembly of angels and other personalities and creatures are in attendance, all ready to do God's will. It is now the teaching of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we Christians ought to have the same desire to do God's will as they have up there in heaven. We need to have this desire to see God's will done on earth as the angels and all the residents of heaven have that, I mean, uh, uh, um, uh, desire. And, and, and they, don't, they don't just desire, but they actually obey without resistance, without question, without delay. We should be motivated by the fact that the kingdom of God has come already in part, which is a fulfillment of God's promise you know, in the, for the people, to the people of Old Testament. It is the prayer they prayed, the prayers Jesus is teaching us are the prayers that the Jews prayed, that the kingdom of God may come and his will be done here on earth. And Christ wants us now to pray, not about the past, but about the future uh, coming of the kingdom. So God's will is being done to some extent, to some degree, but it must be done totally. The gospel is being preached. That's part of God's will being done. The gospel of Christ is being preached even to the poor. There is healing of the sick, the raising of the dead, and the opening of blind eyes. You know, the quickening the, the limbs of those who are born crippled. Uh, you know, by his miracles, Jesus said the kingdom is already here. It is happening, and it is still happening by our prayers to, to our Lord Jesus Christ. And, um, and people are being saved. Great multitudes are daily entering into the kingdom of God. We may not see us in our own countries, people being saved, but you just need, need, need to listen, you know, from, from the right, I mean, for, 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 for information from the right forums, uh, Christian forums, and see how the very, in very unlikely places, including the Middle East and some parts of Asia, which have always been hostile to the gospel, are receiving the gospel now. And people are entering to the kingdom in their multitudes. Praise the Lord God Almighty. That is happening in our time. God is being is worshipped in his church. And in his presence, his presence is being manifested through the Holy Spirit and through his word. According to scripture, the present heaven and earth will be destroyed at the coming of Christ. And there will be a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. Heaven and earth will become one and God will dwell among his people in the new heavenly spiritual Jerusalem and his glory will shine unhindered on all his people. All these things will happen, my dear friends, according to God's will. And we have a share in all these things that are happening. That is why we should radically reform our prayers in terms of content and in terms of, you know, the way we pray. It shouldn't be, I pray now 
and then next week. Why can't we spare some special time every day and have a private time with our God and pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't know just how, 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 how our prayers um, um, influence things that are happening in our world. So our prayers need to conform with, to the will of God. Prayers will not be answered anyway, in, in, in any other way. They must conform to the will of God. We are to pray according to God's will. So we need to start praying in earnest for the coming of the kingdom if we desire its coming. And our prayer, as the Lord Jesus Christ teaches us, is our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I thank you for hearing me. Let us remember once again, Christmas is here because God has fulfilled his promise to the people long, or long ago of the Old Testament times. Let us now cast our eyes to the future and let us direct our prayers every day and every moment, every time we have uh, time, uh, to draw the coming of Christ nearer, to hasten it by praying the prayer according to the way Jesus has taught us. Amen? Uh, uh, let's meet um, um, next Sunday, God willing, and on the day of Christmas, I suggest that we rest our discussion on the Sermon on the Mount for the time being, although some of the content are very relevant to the, to, to, to the Christmas messages, but we shall, um, uh, we, we shall resume this study uh, early in the, in the next, in January. In the meantime, do enjoy time with family, with friends, with relatives during this season. Let there be peace on earth. Let the kingdom of God come. Let God's will be done in our hearts, in our families, in our business, in government, in the whole world. For everything belongs to God. God bless you so much. Amen. Amen. Amen.